How do you learn who you really are? It's not found in books. It's found on the battlefield. What's up, Warriors? Welcome back to the Battlefield of Mind. I'm Rick. Uh, if you know me, I'm the creator of the Warriors Way Mindset and uh, author of Everything's a Choice. And I am blessed and excited for how wild this conversation is going to be with conservative Ant himself. So I would love to give an intro, but it's never as good as you telling your own thing. So tell the people who the heck you are. Well, my name is conservative Ant or Anthony. Uh, um, I have been very vocal um, over the last four years on everything from COVID to being against the grooming of children in schools to backing certain candidates that are running for political office to comedy to political comedy to <laughs> pretty much everything. I'm, I'm like the jack of all trades when it comes to doing social media stuff. I love it. Now, I'm going to be playing very Socratic on this flow as though I know nothing. And I can't wait to kind of hear your point of view on okay. things. Now, let's go ahead and give the angle that people are like, okay, this guy's another conservative, just like all the other gun-toting mofos. This guy's just like everyone else. What makes you unique in the crowd here? You know, I'm so I'm obviously I'm a gay conservative. So people are like, how can you be the, the comment I get all the time over this whole four years is you can't be gay and a conservative. Well, listen, there's a lot of things you can't do, but you can pretty much people can say you can't do something, but you can do whatever you want. So that's not true because fiscally I'm conservative. I'd like to conserve the, the Constitution of the United States. I think that's super, super important. I believe that most of America right now is actually in the middle. Um, and I also believe that the conservative party has been, well, the Republican Party, I believe the conservative movement has branched off and become super diverse. And there's a lot of things that I don't stand behind, but there's a lot of things that I do stand behind. Mm -hmm. And my thing is, why can't I re- brands, the conservative party or the Republican party? Why can't I get rid of all of the old white guys? Not I specifically, but us as a whole. Why can't we have conservative black and conservative Latino and gay and conservative trans? Well, guess what? We do. We're just taken for this MAGA thing that the media liked to label everybody that's conservative. And that's just not true. Um, do I think that Donald Trump is crass and says things that he probably shouldn't sure but that's why america loved him is because i say things that are crass and that people <laughs> it's like it's kind of you know it's realism so what makes me conservative just get that out of the way i want to conserve the constitution you know because it's the most important thing that we have left and um, I do have a lot of fiscal – I'm very fiscally conservative, and I am pro-America first. I'm the child of parents that were brought here from Italy in the 70s. And, um, you know, they came here. They My grandparents brought my, my parents here for a better life. They came here and said, what do I need to do to become an American citizen? And I'll do it. And they went through the process. I believe that that's what makes this country great. You should be able to come here from all over the world, but you can't just walk in and have me pay for, or you pay for, anybody else pay for your shit 
while everybody else in America that are citizens who were born and raised here are struggling, who have to pay $2,000 a month for a one-bedroom apartment, single moms in bad parts of the city that have to scrounge every penny just so that they can get their kids formula, get their kids their next meal on the table. You know, sorry, I can go on and on, but yes, so that's that's that. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, you can go on and on. There's a couple things now. If you don't know, I lean into the psychology side on things, and so I'm going to take some psychology swings and then put those into some of the things that you're saying. You're like, well, I see some, some correlations in the psychology world to what you're talking about with the political aspect. Like, there are some head scratchers. There's some ones that are weird. I'm going to go back to the first thing that you said, like, how could you be? How could you be gay and a conservative? How can you be you? You have switched sides. You have betrayed your people. Yeah, and these are the the judgments that our people throw around on these ones. I remember watching Jocko point out. Uh, it was it was probably over a year and a half ago. He was on a podcast. Something that made sense to me too. It was amazing that the concept of being um, the liberal side, the, uh, the the side that was supposed to be the most inclusive, like we need to be inclusive. This can be everything from minorities to uh, gay and, and all of these things. Every It should be inclusive. This is the part where like everyone's invited. And the conservative side would be more exclusive, like which would be po- focused more like do the work, do the work and not who we are. It doesn't matter. Do you have the skill? Do you not? Like it's going to be more like, exclusive, like you either fit in or you don't. Mm-hmm. And the COVID time with indoctrination and I watch how fear mongering and media and I watch how these things work. And I thought it was fascinating how a group that valued inclusiveness and a group that seemed more exclusive switched really, really quickly, where now you'll see the side that was everyone should get along, everyone should be included, everyone should be together, is now fuck those assholes and they should all die and those people are pieces of shit and judgments thrown around like if you're a cis white male, you should just fucking kill yourself and a lot of them are. Mm -hmm. When did the inclusive group become exclusive? And then the conservative side has become more, like you said, inclusive. There are more like, hey, give us our minorities, give us our gays, give us our people. And the yes. conservative time side has now become more inclusive. Yeah, I think that I saw a little bit of this. Look, I'm a two-time Obama voter. I'm not shy to say it. I voted for Barack Obama two times. I did not know enough about politics in, in that time in my life besides I'm a gay man, I live in America, I'm ready for change, I'm not going to vote for these two old white dudes, Barack Obama is what we need for America, right? It was like, I I think his slogan was like, um, yes, we can or something like that. So I was like, yeah, I mean, I remember when he first, you know, my boyfriend at the time, I was super young, but like, we cried when he became president. Like it was, it was the thing. So to, to have this polar opposite switch, I think when this whole thing changed was a mixture between Donald Trump becoming president and opening a lot of minds. Because before I get to the COVID thing, what I will say is, when I saw Donald Trump running, I was like, okay, like I know him from The Apprentice, like I know him from Hollywood. And so I figured that Hollywood had already bought into him, right? 
So I was like, well, there's no reason why nobody would like him. Well, then the media started pe- pegging all this stuff on him. And I had stumbled across a, um, a huge person in, on the gay, in the gay community. His name is Brandon Strzok. And he was part of the walk away movement. And he had done this whole walk away campaign. Um, pay attention to the media. They've been lying to us, this, that, and the other. And then I started to pay attention. I mean, guys, I used to sit and watch Wolf Blitzer on CNN. If that tells you anything of how I switched, actually, I don't think anybody really knew that. I used to watch Wolf Blitzer all the time, okay, before I voted for Donald Trump. And then I switched over and started watching and reading other right-leaning media. And then I was like, oh, my God, they're both fucking us. They're both brainwashing us. So then I just started listening to Trump. Then COVID hit. And I started to see this really toxic left where it was like, you should die. I hope your family dies. If you don't get vaccinated, you should die. I would never utter those words or type them in a comment section. But I was like, wait a minute. This party, this, this, these beings that I was once a part of, we would have never said that before, Rick. And, and we won't, we wouldn't ever say that now. So I said, I'm walking away. I can no longer be a part of this weird, demonic insanity. It's wild. Again, that was the inclusive group. That was the love group. That was the we should all be together group. And that's why I was fascinated with how quickly that group turned into the hate group. And that was, that was, it blew my mind. Again, like, cause I did the where do I fall thing. I'm far more moderate and, and cause like, I agree with the ideas, but I hate how everyone does them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that the, the ideas are terrible, but the way people think it should be done is just the worst way it can be done. And yeah. so that's where I ended up falling. Like, uh, I kind of see where both sides go. I agree with this side with that. And I agree with this, but the way they did it is can't agree with that <laughs> you know right. so well and i call out i call out the right i think and, i think no, no. the entire republican party needs to be dismantled i think the whole system is fucked and yeah. but i don't think it's because of the party things i think it's because the entire system is just a corrupted system to begin with so it's, it yeah. doesn't matter if you're left or right because the same thing you just said with the news is i realize you're both fucking lying I remember watching, there's a, there's some, uh, I don't think it was a clip, a TikTok or whatever it was, but somebody clipped together all of the news stations from the left and all of the news stations from the right and put them all at the same time. And they were all word for word saying the same thing, which means all of your news, it doesn't matter if you're left or right, all of it is scripted. Mm-hmm. It's all a script in every single station is reading the same script. None of this is journalism. None of this is hard work. None of this is all just feeding you a narrative. And it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. I'm not picking a side. It's just they both are doing the same thing. Who controls these? Well, this is the mind part. And I'm like, this is fear-mongering and indoctrination. I know what this looks like. And people who think they're being plugged in up to current events uh, in the know, like they're using this as a baseline, but I'm like, but this is a script that they're feeding you. This isn't yeah. journalism. This isn't no. somebody on the streets getting the getting the the, the information. Yeah, and you know, so a little a, a little insight that I got. Um, I I had in my early 30s, I had decided to um, go back to school for broadcasting, and I actually I, I wish I would have gone away you know, after high school, but I never did. That wasn't in the cards for me then. So 
I went to broadcasting school. I wanted to be on radio and TV. I wanted to do the thing, right? I wanted to, to be an anchor or a field reporter, whatever. And Trump was president at that time, and they had asked us to do um, just like a little project on who we supported in journalism. And I had said Tucker Carlson. And they pulled me into the office, okay? And they said to me, how could you be for Tucker Carlson? He's a conspiracy theorist. And I'm like, I don't understand. A, I don't understand why you're pulling me into your office questioning somebody who paid you to be here, why I chose this person. Secondly, he's the only one, in my opinion, that is doing actual journalism. And they're like, well, there's no way that you're a conservative. And I, and I was just mind blown, Rick, because I was like, I can't fucking believe right now that I'm being asked by a, a school that I paid for these questions. Like, I feel uncomfortable. And they told me that if I didn't open up my mind a little bit, open up my mind a little bit, that doors wouldn't open for me in the news world. And I said, what does that mean exactly? Does that mean open my mind a little bit, like not be conservative? And they're like, well, you can take that how you want it, but please, you know, ABC, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, like these places probably are not going to like your content. They're not going to reach out to you to be um, part of their team. Like, you know, because you get all of these, uh, you work at all these different radio stations when you're up and coming and you're, you have morning, morning radio hosts and stuff. So they literally sabotaged me, tried to sabotage me. They would throw me into sports radio, which I knew nothing about. I didn't go there for sports radio. And I fucking killed it anyway. I fucking killed it anyway. And then when I left, I threw up the peace sign and I said, watch me, motherfuckers. And I took a couple years where I was just like deflated. I'm like, okay, that's it. Like I went, I wasted my own money to go to this broadcasting school. They don't want to have, you know, none of these networks are going to have anything to do with me. And then I blew up on social media during COVID. And I'm on all these podcasts. I'm doing all these shows. I, I, I added them. In, in a comment, in a, a post of mine. And I said, look at me now. And that's so not to digress, but like, that's, that's the thing we're dealing with, right? You want to go and work for a news organization, but if you don't buy, if they can't buy you into speaking what they want you to say, you're on the out, which is why America is tired of it. And they're listening to people like you, me, and other Dan Bongino, other podcasting. You know, uh, Tim Pool is another great one because they have so many different, you know, um, aspects of it. I love the warrior aspect of what you just did there, too. I'm going to grab a couple pieces and I'm going to leave it with a question that everybody should be asking themselves. I love that they said you should open your mind. You should open your mind, meaning you should do what we tell you to do. I love I love the phrasing being used here. You should open your mind or else these people won't accept you. That means do what we tell you to and fall in line. Ironic that I said open your mind. I love the warrior aspect of you where you said you tell me I can't do something. Watch me, motherfucker. I have yep. that, too. Oh, I have to follow your rules. No, I'm going to actually build my foundation on what you tell me not to do. Watch me, motherfucker. Yep. Like, I'm with you. That's your warrior talk. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Like, okay. you going to tell me? Because I've, I've done never, the same if somebody thing. somebody tells me, I, if, listen, I've never followed a group of people. 
Mm-hmm. I've, I've always been the kid right in front. They're like, come on, guys, let's go. And people were following me. Mm-hmm. So this bitch at the school wasn't going to tell me. <laughs> you exactly. got to do X, <laughs> Y, and Z. No. Well, that's that's the thing right now. And I think because the way we just exposed this, the news is all a script. And the way they're telling you to think and do so that way you can fall in line is all just a stage and it's not real. And this day and age, the reason I think you're doing well and the reason I think I'm doing well is because people are starving for authenticity. They're done with the script. They're done being told what to think. They're done being told how to be. They're done being saying you're not this or that. They're done with being polarized because somebody says you should hate because they wore a different color shirt today. They're done with the bullshit. And people keep falling for it. And there's more and more people who are actually getting woke. And what I mean by woke is going, hey, you guys are all bullshit. Uh, you got, I woke up. I'm out of this matrix yeah. of you polarizing all of us. If I should be a Democrat, I should be a Republican. This means I should think this way. Slow right. the fuck down. No, I right. shall be me. And principles don't have to be the same as the behaviors that I do. I can believe that the Constitution should stand as it is, but it doesn't mean I have to hate somebody because of it. Correct. 100%. And, th- and this is why I think you're doing well. And I was looking at syndications and stuff. Here's a funny funny number for your people who tell you you need to fall in line. I was looking to see a while ago, like, what was the numbers that they needed to keep a TV show on? You know, and it was somewhere around, like, 30K. Like, I had the 30,000 viewers, and that would make it so they would keep this show on or, or oh, whether they keep it syndicated. It was low. But as soon as it started getting under that, they're like, this show may not be bringing in the numbers we need and have to uh, have to do that. So even let's just say 50K and be even more conservative with it. Let's say it's 50,000. Well, you have 750,000 followers and millions of views. Mm-hmm. Watch me, motherfuckers. That's what I'm saying. You would be very syndicated. And yeah. I think that's the beauty of right now. And I've talked to a couple other people who are like just in the world of entertainment where this writer's strike works in your favor because this is the time when the Wayne's World shows become the next wave of entertainment where people who couldn't get their foot in the door because they didn't play ball can now just build their own stadium. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Warrior, thank you so much for being a part of the information that we have. And you're part of our story as we are a part of yours. It's very much an honor to be able to connect with each other. If you want to know more or you want to get started with working with me or working with our warriors so that you can begin your path to authenticity, strength, leadership, and accountability, this is the way. Together, we are way stronger. Now you get to choose. Do you go forward or keep doing what you've always done? If you stay where you're at, hey, click on some of the stuff and follow what it is. We got motivational stuff. We've got podcasts. We've got more things. Just subscribe and do the stuff and we'll keep you updated. But if you want to start going in, start jumping into what our programs offer and start your journey and being the hero in your own story. so great you're so right i've been saying that too this is the time for new talent new um new ideology you know people just are they're tired rick they're and and this is from both sides you know i've now i've kind of gotten into this nice little niche where it's like i do get some people from the other side of the aisle and maybe they're waking up to government as well because it's all government for me that's fucked 
I mean, it's mm-hmm. all, it's all, you know? And they're like, I never really liked your content before, but a lot of the shit you're saying makes a lot of sense. Look, even if I just get you to open your mind a minute, and here's the thing. I don't want my, the people that I don't agree with, I don't want them silenced either. Either, I don't want Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her her followers to be silenced. I I want that to continue to go on because then we can have, I don't know, maybe I'm old or something, but I remember back when, when I was in high school, like one of the classes we had to take was debate class. And it was just normal banter back and forth what you agreed with what you didn't agree with and it was it was fine it was normal whereas now it's like so just because i support this one person why why did you dox me or 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 why did you throw a brick through my car window i i don't understand why that happened like you want us to all like the same person because then that's extremely communist you bring up a really good point, and this is something that we've talked about even in the Warriors' Way in our advanced groups, too. Uh, the concept of how people try to conform through judgment and radicalism. And it's the loud ones who are, like you said, these AOCs and the people. I, I don't think that they should be silenced, but they want to silence others. Well, this just goes right into golden rule. Let's just go in the start. Do you want to be silenced? Well, no, that's wrong. Well, then don't silence people. And Joe Rogan says, well, what's the answer to people who have bad speech? And they say bad shit, say better speech and say better shit, like make it so you can you can make up your mind. But if you try and erase the other argument, and this is the way that I think humans work, which I, it may be part of the design. If I duct tape your mouth and tell you you're not allowed to talk, you're going to use your fists. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably the plan is if we keep silencing people who have better speech. So they can't talk. Eventually, it'll turn to conflict. And I believe if you go high enough, it's like we're waiting. Can't wait for the war. And let's do a let's do an internal war, which is where we again would fall for the puppetry of. Well, they fell for agreeing to silence people. That's fucking crazy. They were they're they're supporting it. They are they are they don't even get how shitty that is, and they think it's right because it's not their side, which isn't even their side. It's so fucking hilarious. And it gets into the uh, the way that you can tell if you've fallen into this category of you're a radical or if you're, uh, you know, a, the fundamentalist, if you're the side that's at the problem side, the way you can tell is a basic situation. Can you have a question answered why and not get defensive? If somebody goes, well, well Aunt, what? Why is it that you you're doing the conservative thing? If you go, if you don't fucking get it, read a book, you piece of shit. You should fucking die. I hope your family fucking dies. Cancel you. You're on the problem side. You're not actually part of the freedom fighting good people. You're the problem side. And this goes on both sides. If someone goes like, "Hey, why are you that way?" and they go, "Cuz we should fucking kill all those motherfuckers and in rifle time and kill everybody and fuck all of them and burn them." And you're like, but, "Slow down." Yeah. You're part but, of the problem side. I agree, but you know, Rick, where we're at right now, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think they've done a really good job to peg us against each other in the way of like you're so frustrated, right? You're to the point where it's like each side is saying that, like, I hope you fucking died. I said, I, you know, and and you know, God forgive me. I mean, I was raised Catholic, like I have faith, and I believe that you should forgive people, but like. When Hurricane Ian hit South Florida, I'll never forget getting messages from 
the inclusive side, the ones that are super like, you know, they have hearts, I guess. <laughs> I hope Florida deserves it. Wow. I hope you all die because you have a governor named Ron DeSantis. How in the fuck can you say that to somebody? There's kids. And, well, and there, people there's fuck kids. Up. There, there are so many people that came here from places like Haiti and Cuba and all the places that you claim you fucking support mm -hmm. that I was here helping and pulling out of water. I was here feeding while you fucking wrote that on social media. So mm -hmm. you know what? At this point, we're, we're at the point now, unfortunately, which is why a lot of people believe we're in the at the brink of a civil war, is because now I say, I'll never forget what you said to us. I will never forget that you wished everybody in South Florida dead because you didn't agree with my political standpoint. Is mm -hmm. is is that what it was? Because when I was out there, I was helping liberal people too. I didn't know who the fuck anybody voted for. Didn't so I, I remember a woman coming up in a mask that had Joe Biden on it. And she was getting food and she was a diabetic and she was on all, all and she couldn't get out of her car and all. And you know what? And I had a Patriot hat on and she, we damn well knew we were not on the same side politically. But guess what? We held each other and cried for a good five minutes mm -hmm. because it didn't fucking matter. I think you're bringing up part of the solution, even though it sounds more like this is the problem. This is problem. I think you're actually saying solution. What I mean by that is. We're in a time which it seems like it's supposed to be bad, supposed to be bad, but we're in the best times that humans have ever had. We've never had it more convenient. You and I are doing something at this very moment that in 1980s was space age technology. Yeah. Face to face video call, never a touch screen. This is like if aliens show up, maybe. We're in a in a time where it's never been more convenient. You're in Florida. I'm in Illinois. Like it's this would never be possible even in right. the last 40 years with this is invented before that from all history. Think of the technological conveniences, microwaves, tennis shoes like you Sorry. name it, our soft beds, the roof over our heads, the, the way things work now. It's never been better. And because we don't have actual crisis at the moment. We can create them. And I can hate you for something that you believe without even trying to understand why you believe it, because I don't have a common enemy until a fucking flood smashes our fucking house. And it doesn't matter what shirt or mask or vote or whatever you did. We're both in it to survive again. And there's a, there's a thing that matters more because we have a real problem here. And it seems like because things are so good, we can create problems. We can create something like, I don't agree with you, so now I hate you. When if we're all in a, a fucking fire, it doesn't matter who you voted right. for. We're getting the kids out. We're getting you out. Everyone's got to be safe. We don't have a common problem or a real issue. And right. that's one of the things where we expose when things are good, who are you? And this is uh, the Epictetus compass that I used. I make it more PC because it was obviously written 2,000 years ago. So the PC version is your circumstances do not define you. They reveal you to yourself. So if you're going to blame, I hate you because of the circumstance, it shows that you are a person riddled with fucking hate and judgment. 
Mm-hmm. That's you. Do you see who you are? If I hope children, women, and all the people in Florida fucking die because weather was really hard and they're going through hardships, you've revealed that you have no empathy. You've revealed you have low humanity. You revealed your your lack of resolve to even care about your fellow man in any way. And somehow you should be an authority. You couldn't pack lead if your life depended on it because pack leaders have to have empathy. Exactly. And you have none. You have revealed you to yourself. You are not worthy to follow. This is where people are showing their true colors. I'm going to tag this back into the part where you were doing your your radio stuff and your, your TV stuff. And you were trying to figure out, I'm trying to be myself here. I'm trying to go with what I believe is right. I'm trying to do what I feel is best for myself, my family, my friends, and the people I care about, which is what I believe everybody is doing. I don't give a shit which side it is. We all want our people to be okay. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is this question I hope everybody writes down. In order for your people to be okay, who are you allowed to be? Who are you allowed to be? Not who are you. Who are you allowed to be so that we'll let you on our show? Who are you allowed to be so that we can agree with you? Who are you allowed to be so you don't get canceled? Who are you allowed to be so that I don't kick you out of the group? Who are you allowed to be? Because the tool of today, and I'm going on every single show and my own over and over again, I know what the weapons are against you. It is blame, shame, and judgment. These are the tools of destruction for today. And even the strongest are falling victim to judgments. Mm -hmm. You should feel bad for what you are. You're a conservative gay person. You should feel bad for being what you are. This is the judgment people will create to try to make it so you self-censor. You shut yourself down because I can't go against you. You're way too fucking quick. So you'll just fucking make witty shit and fucking smash me. So what I need to do is make you smash yourself. Right. And that's the tools for today. That's the thing. They isolate people to make it so that they don't have anywhere to stand. And then they take the stand out and say, you should just sit down and shut the fuck up. Especially you're a white male. I don't care if you're gay or not. Mm-hmm. They, they'll lean in on this and go another judgment based on race and gender to tell you you should sit the fuck down when that was the group that says all races, all genders. Mm-hmm. Interesting. How yeah. quickly were you able to switch your beliefs based on a scripted media? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Do you, you have revealed you to yourself. Do you right. see who are you allowed to be? Did you see, tell me this, I saw people send me the the stuff with the the recent thing where it showed um, like the people who were far left, purple hair, green hair, all that shit, pink hair, who were protesting with swastikas on their arms for Hamas. Did you see that shit? No. I I, I was like, I, I don't care what college you're at, but how could you convince somebody who was supposed to be part of the liberal and inclusive side to ever wear a swastika and promote a terrorist faction. I don't know what paycheck they're giving people for this, but how could you ever convince you to do that? Never mentioned they've been running around calling all MAGA supporters white supremacists for how long? But again, that's what they're... I couldn't fathom. Even for me to go speechless, I was like, there's no sales pitch I could ever imagine would be we're going to take the liberal side 
and make them wear swastikas and they're going to protest for terrorists. Right. People who just tortured innocent women, children, and people who are like just at a dance festival and they're going to protest against the White House with swastikas. You were the side who was anti that. That was like the whole thing. Yeah, that was your your shtick. That was the whole shtick. And somehow yeah. you're now promoting wearing the one thing that should never be worn. What what sales pitch has to happen for your belief system to be this easily manipulated? Well, I think that uh I've I'm super hard on this on uh the Gen Z generation, mm -hmm. super hard on it on them. I really do think that they are easily bought and manipulated. Um, I think that they're easily coerced and easily, you know, because all they are is on their phones. They they are, you know, the, the last generation, the millennials and the Gen Xers and, and before that, you know, we remember having newspapers. You know what I'm saying? So we, we were at least didn't have social media. They live on social media. So unfortunately, you know, what blew my mind was when I had seen kind of so something similar, um, Queers for Palestine. And I thought to myself, hold the fuck up. Hold up, real quick. Do y'all know exactly what the fuck goes on in Palestine? Like, do you know, and I'm not talking about, just to make this clear, I'm not talking about all Palestinians. Like, mm. I don't want, I don't want to make this like a Muslim thing against a Jewish thing. Like, that's not, I, I, I'm not in the market to do that because I have friends on both sides that mm -hmm. genuinely are disgusted by what they, what they're seeing on both sides. So let's just, just to put that out into the ether. Okay. But there is no pride parade in Palestine. I'm sorry to tell you. You can go to Tel Aviv and there's a beautiful pride parade every year, but you can't go to fucking Palestine. You know what they're going to do to you in Palestine? Throw you off a building, behead you, stone you. Mm -hmm. As far as I knew, that, that was an official stance is throw you off the building. That was the official, this is the so, official stance. So that's where it comes into question, whereas, hold on, Gen Z, do you know exactly what the fuck you're, you're talking about? And, and then, so that's where we... We pull in this LGBT, this new LGBT, what all the all the things, right? All the letters. At this point, every single letter and and a bulldozer and a hat and a fucking rock is in this whole soup, right? I, su I support rock. Uh, same, right. uh, rock, paper, or scissors. Be. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it's like everything that we did, and not even me, my my elder gay people, Stonewall. Just trying to live out their life normal, mm -hmm. trying to just, we just want to be part of, we finally got there. We got yeah, there. You fucking did it. We had neighborhoods in every city. We were, and not just neighborhoods, gentrified, expensive neighborhoods in every city, meaning gay, successful people in all positions of working. Mm -hmm. uh, money coming through those neighborhoods like crazy, just turning bad parts of downtown Chicago into beautiful, you know, half a million, million dollar condos. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. That's adding something to our city or it's adding something to, you know, Lakeview, to Boys Town, adding something to that. This generation came in now and they're like, um... We're kind of bored because everybody thinks that everybody else is racist, but nobody's really homophobic. So, pronouns, pronouns, 
you have to call us zzer, zam, zim, zip, chip, chip, kaka, fuck, 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 this, this, that. And now you're expecting people to be like, oh, okay, yeah, we understand what you're talking about. No, we don't know what you're talking about because you're <laughs> creating a fucking oppression. You're creating an issue where there's not, not no issue. And then where you really fucked up our fucking LGBT uh, movement was you decided, well, I'm going to strip at drag shows in front of children. What? Mm-hmm. What? Are you insane? Do you know that in the 70s, 80s, and the 90s that that we fought for people to like understand that we weren't child predators? Like in those times, in the 70s, in the 80s, and 90s, sometimes in the early 2000s, this this acceptance for the gay community is new. Mm-hmm. In, in relevance to history is a new acceptance which I think Gen Z doesn't fucking wrap their mind around because they were in the nursery when all this happened, okay? Right. If that. If that. With the, it was like people would take their kids if there was a gay person around and be like, and like pull them closer to them because they thought that we were all predators, which was not the case. But now what you did was you validated people, okay, that finally came around and then it was like, oh, just kidding. We want your kids at drag shows and we want to put them in makeup and dresses and, and, and mutilate them and do all these things. And they're like, I, and, and that, that's why I kind of understand why they like talking about waking up the beast. Like they woke up the beast. All these people that were like, all right, we're cool. We ain't gay, but we like you. Like we're cool. Like we finally got there. They're like, I fucking told you. I fucking told you these people were like that. I ruined, fucking knew it. Ruined decades of battle. In decades, because I remember, I'm listen. I'm, I'm with you. I'm 42. I was there for the whole transition. I was an 80s kid. Yeah, like I was there for the transition where you had to fight through the the AIDS epidemics and all of the things to like break the stereotypes. And you know, all the guys are trying to fuck the guys. It's like, hold on, not all of them, just the cute ones. Like it's just, it's one of the <laughs> things where everybody everybody was afraid of everybody. Yeah, And so it, it, you had to fight, but you had to fight for a long time, even just for marriage, just for the rights, just yeah. you had to fight. And I, I do give um, the, the gay community, homosexual community, lesbian community. I know lesbians and gays I found out are not in the same team. I didn't realize. Yeah. Listen, you could tell me later. I didn't understand. I was like, what are you talking about? It's well, the same, right? About it, yeah. It's a whole nother thing I learned about with, with some of my friends. They're like, no, 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 no. They're, they're not the same. I was like, no. okay. So any case. There was a fight. There was a battle, but you did it right. You did it through the, the system. You did it through the, the courts. You did it through, like, we're going to organize. We're going to do it the right way. And what's our stance? We will contribute more than we take. We will make the community better. We will build the streets. We will make it so people are better and happier. Gay will be happy again. Your city will be better with us there. Exactly. And you're like, all right, well, Okay, I can get with that. That's a good pitch. Okay. And you can meet the gay guy and goes like, I'm not immediately fucking you, dude. See, we're cool. And you're like, right. you're not. He's he's really not, guys. We're good. Like, <laughs> like all of a exactly. sudden, we, we can be friends again. And it's cool. Right. And like, I've got, you know, I've been to drag shows and stuff. They're a fucking riot. It's great. funny as fuck. It's hilarious. Oh, I love so, like, those things are there. They exist. For adults. And it's for, great for it adults. very for adults. And so you're like, we have fought for us to have the one thing that everyone should be fighting for right now. Acceptance. I don't need you to love and approve. Just can you accept that we're good? Just leave it there. I don't fuck with you. You don't fuck with me anymore. You're like, 
We accept each other. We don't have to be involved in telling each other how they should live. We just accept. And we right. fought for acceptance. And now people have acceptance. And now they're going to go like, now we're going to shove it down your fucking throat. And you're like, whoa, we yes. had to fight just for approval. Yes. Don't go and fuck in the road because fucking the road is bad for everybody. <laughs> That's bad for every. I don't care if you're straight, gay or anything. Fucking right. the road is not a good play, period. Right. You know, and bring kids to the porn show. That's bad for everybody. I don't care, straight or gay. Don't do that. And telling kids about the sex acts when they're four, not good for anyone. Not. Stop it. Stop, stop, stop. All and of it's when, bad. But that's when, so, so that's when you have this divide really, I think, really clash because, and, and rightfully so, like, I really think that that was, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back for straight Americans or, or straight people all, all around the world, really. And now, so here's what now I'm starting to see come out of the liberal LGBT community now, because, you know, it's so saturated, right? The pronouns and doesn't matter what gender you are and all this, that, and the other. So there used to be dating certain dating apps that were just for gay men, right? So you had things like Grinders, like all these different ones. Scruff, I guess there's another one. And I know this because I'm starting to see them make videos now. The gay men that were just going on to find another man, there's now trans men on those apps. Well, they're like, I don't like your parts. Like, I don't want to be with you. Like, I accept you as a trans man, but like, I like, I like penis. Like, I, I, that, that's why I'm gay. And they're like, well, that just shows you're you're transphobic. And so now the gay men are like, okay, wait. Do what? And I was like, and I'm just sitting back here. I'm like, where's can somebody grab me my popcorn? Because I knew this shit was gonna pop off. I was True. just waiting for this. I had I had this on my bingo card for sure. It's it was also forecast in the psychology community a long time ago that throwing this T in there is gonna goof it all up. And it's not because the transgender people are bad. It's the, just that one station by itself is being watched heavily in the psychology world where, like, there's a lot of things that we are concerned about just as human part. Like, oh, man, the suicide rates and what's going on in there. We're like, this is this is concerning because people are being killed by themselves because of the identity disorder. It's no, no question. This is where, like, you know, take away any judgments. It's like... That's over a 50% suicide rate even after they have uh, surgery. This is a concerning condition because that's one that's higher than slavery, higher than Holocaust survivors. Yeah. That's concerning. That's, that's yep. a concerning issue. Now, this is also where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean into the, the pronoun aspect of things a little bit or the gender aspect. I think they made a mistake there trying to stand on that. And here's why. Are there two genders? Yeah, there are. Is there anything wrong with that? Well, no, I don't give a fuck. But they started using pronouns as gender, and that's social identity. And I think that's where people got fucked up. Is stop calling it the gender thing. If you want me to refer to you as a fucking fairy princess or a attack helicopter or a purple dinosaur, I don't give a fuck what you want your title to be. That doesn't. But you can't say purple dinosaur as a gender. 
Well, no, it's either a, a male purple dinosaur or a female purple dinosaur. I don't give a fuck. I don't care what that is. Is it a boy one or a girl one? And I don't care. You can, And you can even pick. I don't give a shit. If you go from Anthony to Antonia and you want me to call you a different name, well, that's just a social identity. That's yeah. a different name tag. I'll call you whatever fucking name tag you want. If you want to be fairy princess, you know, Jezebel, and I'm like, whatever. If that's what you fucking want your name to be, Jezebel. I'll call you that. Pick a fucking, pick weird names. I don't give a shit. Jezebel. But that's not a gender. That's your name tag. And I think that's where they got it goofed up, is mm. trying to lean into, like, my pronouns are all of these other things. You can even just say other and not have to be so, like, Zim, Zareth, Zolivans, and all the things like you said. We'll just go, like, I'm either the boy one or the girl one and or not either of those, and we're fine. But people yeah. want to be significant. They want to be unique. They want to be the, – they're getting attention. And this is where I think the group is, like, maybe pushing the pendulum. The plan was for people who were outsiders. Uh, they were they were oddballs. They didn't fit in with the norms. They didn't have a click that made sense. They may have been a fucking Mansonite. I don't know what your deal was. You didn't fit in though. You were the you were the the outliner, right? Mm -hmm. And now the outliners are being praised and heroic. And they're like, well, if I get the fucking mic, you wait. I'm gonna take it to level one hundred. And you're like, no, 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 no. You you wanted acceptance. And now you're taking it into some sort of ostracizing, some sort of pushback, some sort of you oppressed me, I oppress you now. And that's where people are fucking up. That's mm -hmm. where the don't don't push it. Be like, I'm glad that we can all be cool now instead of now that I have acceptance. Let me bully you back. And you're like, oh, that's not a good play. Well, you know, I think that. And and not to stick on this LGBT subject for too long, but in the the way that I think of sexuality and people in general in 2024, nobody cares what you do in the bedroom at all. And I think that I any straight person can disagree with me if they want. Any gay person can disagree with me if they want. I hate the label of any type of sexual preference at all. Because as grown, consenting adults throughout our lives, we will all sexually do things that by mainstream would be maybe bi, maybe gay, maybe maybe not. maybe the, But it really should be nobody's business. And just do it. Just do what you want to do. It doesn't mean that because you did that, you have to live your life that way. I am an openly gay man, meaning I want to live my life with another man, okay? But that doesn't that doesn't tell the history of all the things that I've done over my life sexually or might do in the future, because why do I have to stay into that gay box? Because society told me that sexually, because I said that I was gay, I have to. So I think people need to just... I think it's counterproductive to be like, I'm part of the LGBTQ plus community instead of saying I'm just an American or I'm just a Swedish person or I'm just an Italian person that lives in a country and I'm allowed to do whatever I want with another consenting adult. And nobody else has to know about it. It's not anyone's business. Well, it's tricky when your identity is based on your sexuality. And that's an interesting thing to say for me to go like, hey, Aunt, good to meet you, man. My name is Rick. I have sex with girls. And you're like, 
Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> so what what do you do? Uh, if you haven't noticed, women is what I prefer. Everybody has noticed. Just so you know, I would love yes. to be in a vagina today. And you're like, why? Why are you doing that? Yeah, um, that's you know, weird. what kind of like what kind of contribution do you do? Are you do you work somewhere? Do you have a business? Like, what do you do? My business is vagina, and business is good. You're like, stop right. it with the sexuality defines you, please. And I think this is a tough thing to go. Oh, you're gay. That means I have to identify you as your sexuality. No, that's just a preference that I have for attraction. That has nothing to do with my contribution, purpose, or life. That's just what I'm attracted to. Has nothing to do with my identity or my title or anything. It has nothing to do with you. Has no nothing that I do in the bedroom will ever affect you. It has nothing to do with any of that. And as a straight guy, it's weird for me to walk around going, hi, I'm Rick. I'm straight. I'm straight. You're like, wasn't going to be one of my questions. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. But if I have an identity that my uniqueness comes from who I have sex with, that's an interesting stance to, to like make my identity routed in. Yeah. You should talk to me as a straight man. No, I'm just a human, just like you. 100%. It has nothing to do with who I am attracted to. That alone is way more inclusive. That mm-hmm. conversation that we just had is a way more inclusive conversation than any of these fucking pronouns and any of these fucking letters you add to that fucking alphabet. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. Because I I I don't think that sex sexual things is is like a one-sided piece of paper it's not it's it's forever evolving you're always going to try things you've tried things when you were a teenager which you may may not have been into which led you to be straight or maybe it led you to be gay or maybe it led you to be but who knows who gives a fuck it's not a big deal it doesn't hold it doesn't hold any substance to who you are as an individual, how you're going to run your life, and what what are you contributing to me right now? That's why, like, I won't go out of my way to, like, make fun of somebody in person that says that they have pronouns, but my reaction is usually, okay, I, I, I don't care. Uh, can, uh, can you please ring me the fuck up? I, I don't care. Like, either ring me up or shut the fuck up, or I'm out. Like well, I don't care what you help it, me help me out a little bit because I, I I don't subscribe to the pronoun thing not because I'm in any way hatred or judgmental it's just I don't understand it because if I'm going to ostracize you for not using words that I think you need to use I'm changing my adjectives I'm going to change my adjective to brilliant and handsome and if you don't call me brilliant and handsome you should go to fucking jail like that's what they're I, doing yeah. I don't I don't agree with using the language as a weapon. In right. a way where you should be punished because you don't say what I think you should say. So maybe you can help me out with this. What is the idea with the pronoun thing? Like, so I can at least be like caught up because I'm not plugged into it. And when I, when you get caught up, please plug me in because okay. I have no idea what it means. If you ask any type of uh, Gen Gen X or millennial, what does it mean? We don't know. Even yeah. in the gay community, we have no fucking idea what you're talking about. But you know what is at stake here? And I want to know where all these women are. I'm curious to know where all the pink pussy hat people were. Because they were so involved in men going into their spaces and men taking over all the things for them to make less money. But y'all allowed gay and trans men, uh, women, to be on every single makeup ad. Mm-hmm. 
Sephora, Clinique, Revlon, all of them. They mm-hmm. took women off and they put men on. I mean, a lot of these guys have full beards with lashes and this and long hair and they're doing curling iron. They're doing this. Well, so you just put women out of a job and you gave it to men. So are you saying that men do it better? Because well, I yeah. thought you guys were all against that. Well, we women, women of the year again last year was a man. And they're all like, they're clapping. I don't understand it. I don't yeah, understand I don't it. it. Yeah, because you got girls losing scholarships to these boys. Right. Right. And Riley Gaines is a great advocate for what she is doing right now. She's getting so much hate to protect women's sports. Yeah. I am all for, l- let me put it this way. I believe what I believe about trans men and women. I believe that it is a mental issue. I, I believe it's a mental in- issue. It could easily be diagnosed as such. It, because of the and, traits and characteristics objectively, without judgment, it could be because of the outcomes and the way it goes, uh, it could easily and very clinically be diagnosed as a, a mental disorder. It and could. that's But that's okay. There's people it's that have... It's not a judgment. This is not yeah, hating. There, it's there, just like... It, it, it's okay. Like there's people that have body dysmorphia and they Absolutely. do things to alter their body or they add different tattoos and pierces. That's fine. That's okay. They might have underlying issues, mental issues. That's fine. Sure. I'm not saying anything about that. But if you're an advocate for the trans movement, then why wouldn't you create a whole trans brand on your own? Create a, a trans Which women's is- division in sports. Absolutely. Create a trans men division in sports. I'm sure there's a plethora of men or women that you can get in the trans community that would be more than happy to do that. Create trans brands. Fine. Leave well, women's well, brands alone. But that means I want inclusion. So make your own territory, make your own space. That sounds I, good because men and women having their own space is like, that's where, that's where that goes. I, I agree. Have a trans space. Then we can, we can be cool with it. I didn't say never fucking compete. I just said, make your own spot then. Let's yeah. make that. Cause that's a unique category for both, both sides. That's a unique yeah. category. So that's fair. Let's be fair. Have you compete with people who are in the same game as you. That's nothing. That's shitty. It. Nothing. That's shitty. It. I want you included. Just do it in the way that's, that's our category. That's, you got your own thing. You are unique still. You are still significant. You're you are building still, this empire you're, you're of trans community. It. We support you. And now I'm just going to yes. say, as I've done the deep work with trans people. I've, I've gone into the depths of their fucking pain. I've done eight-hour sessions where I get in there. Uh, shout out to uh, there's a, one of my, my people who know who they are. These are warriors who are going through the toughest fights. Is who, are, who am I and I hate me? Like it is a very hard fight. And if they're trying to be glamorized for it, feeling like you were born in the wrong body is a legit battle. It's a legit battle. And so I'm not downplaying it, but it is a battle of self versus self feeling like I was born a mistake. That's a tough thing. And and it has one of the highest suicide rates that exist. If people say fucking with identity doesn't matter, it really, really does. And this isn't even just for trans. This is for soldiers. This is for people who have gone through abuse, people who have extreme abandonment, PTSD. If they have a thing where they feel wrong for being, if they have an existence issue, that needs to be addressed as a mental disorder. There's something that needs to be fixed. There's a core that needs to be rewired. There's a belief system that needs to be challenged to like be authentic. And right. if it's never worked through, they will hate themselves no matter what they change the outside to be. 
And that's why I, I will say, as a person who's done the deep work with people with trans, transgender issues, I've actually gone and done the work. I've been there. I've gone in the fray. I've been in battle with. I've gone heart to heart. And so I'll say it as a person who's done the work. It's not an easy fight, but it doesn't mean that they get to go in and have a 6'4", 240 linebacker, uh, you know, change their name to Hannah and smash five 130-pound women. Like, it doesn't make sense to me, you know, and so make your own category. That's totally fine. In fact, I support you in your category. I support you. Exactly. And and just think for a second, like, imagine, imagine if you were watching like the Olympics Mm -hmm. and they named somebody Isabel Cruz. I don't know. That's not even a real name, but Isabel Cruz. Isabel Cruz is like, what the fuck? Of the trans (laughs) and in the trans division, Mm -hmm. everybody would applaud her. They'd be like, all right, like this is the this is the gymnast from the trans division, like da whatever. Like have a division, like that should be the movement. I don't think anybody I, I would I'd be willing to bet that everybody would probably be on board with that, as opposed to you impeding on all of the sports that like I know that if I was in high school right now and I was a wrestler, because I remember we had to take wrestling. And like there was a broad that was like transition or whatever, and I would feel weird. I would feel we. I would feel uncomfortable. Like I'm a guy that's pee shy, like around women. You know what I'm saying? Just because it's like, hey, oh, your girl, like, hey, yeah. Um, but like, I don't know how I would be able to live in that world growing up right now. I, I my my parents are like I probably would homeschool you. Well, most are. There's a lot yeah. more going that direction. Well, not just because of the, not because a kid is struggling through identity stuff. No, it's because, no. It's because of the it's a, push that's happening to try to. It, it's almost being, again, the outliers, the people who don't fit in, are now getting massive praise and attention for pushing that agenda, for going that way, and. Um, Again, the psychology world is watching. We're watching. And we're seeing more and more people. Um, I've had people on the show, uh, like Angelo, and people who have been on who are like, I've been to the conventions for the people who are like me doing the uh, hormone disruptors or me doing the surgeries preemptively or me not really going deep into it is one of the greatest regrets of my life. And I've even seen you do videos where like people are regretting them, like, I, I did it and I, I was going with the narrative. I was going with the thing, but the pain that I had to go through and the, the breast removal damage that I had to go through and the stuff that people like, I regret going along with this because it is, it has destroyed who I am. And there's, there's a movement happening that's against the push that actually went 100% in full surgery, full everything. Is this everybody? No, this isn't an absolute. But there are people who are like, it was pushed on me. I went with it. And the regret is absolute. And they've, they put themselves in a category that doesn't fit into either side now. It would be right. considered either like a very weak man or a very odd woman. It's this middle category of like, you're not, you're not really fitting into one side or the other now. And they're like, I don't, I extra don't know who I am now. It's even harder than it was before. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. That's, listen, I'll be empathetic. I'll be like, oh my God, you put yourself in a no win scenario. 
And you have to now somehow navigate the rest of your life within the system of those decisions. That's hard. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'll give empathy to the situation where most will just say, fuck them, they fucking deserve it. Stop. That was a big, that was a kid. That was a kid who just didn't know. That was somebody who was confused or convinced or somebody who wanted to fit in and didn't. And they went all in on it and they fit in for a minute, but the cost was astronomical. And that's why there's suicide rates that are off the charts in this category. I don't know who I am and whatever it is I hate. It's a tough thing. Throwing the T in there made it weird. L, G, and B, sexual preference. T, social identity. Like, that's it's not, it. not the same category, you know? Right. And that's why it's getting weird that the uh, if you watch the tools, and this is where I would raise the awareness, the tool is blame, shame, judgment. This is why you should feel. This is who you are allowed to be. This is what you should do. You are bad because it's blame, shame, and judgment. It's your fault that this is this way. It's all Trump, or it's all these people, or it's white men, or it's whatever. It is blame, it is shame, it is judgment. These are where the awareness needs to be for every single person. I don't give a shit who you vote for. Blame, shame, and judgment. Watch for it. Now, if you're watching the news and you're watching the rumors, what should you be paying attention to? Fear. Anything to convince you to be scared, scared of the air, scared of breathing, scared of each other, scared of your friend, scared of sexual preference, scared of somebody's outfit, scared of anything. Be afraid, be afraid, be afraid. Pay attention to the the game. It's psychological warfare. Mm -hmm. You should hate Anthony. Why? Because he's gay. You should hate Anthony because he's conservative. It is judgment. That is the tool to try to make you feel like you're less. It's judgment. Mm-hmm. Watch out, guys. This is the game right now. People are getting their feed. Where are they getting it from? Oh, I should hate these people. Mm. Oh, I should hate them. Oh, they. what did they do? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Who's feeding your brain? Now, this is, again, this thing is smarter than all of us. The algorithms from the people who have created the algorithms, they're like, we had to get the fuck out of there because the algorithms were winning and we built it. We lost control a long time ago. We don't know how it works anymore. So this is where we're watching. We're watching. This thing is under attack. Mm-hmm. It's trying to convince me to hate you. Right. Hate you for being something different, which used to be the thing that we were fighting to accept. Huh. What a funny world we're in right now. Right. And, we call, and this is called the good times. Yeah. Crazy. Wild, huh? It's weird Wild. when you can just see it for what it is, because then it makes us like, holy shit, it's everywhere. Yep. Even crazier is how much do I contribute? How much how much judgment and hatred do I contribute? Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, right? Damn it, I'm on the problem team. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but I don't think it's bad. And this is where uh it's it's one of those things where everybody is actually getting real woke. And woke isn't a political movement. Woke is like, oh, I see it. And what I'm, what I just said, it's not a side, right? It's, it's just, do you see that we're using these tools to hurt each other, 
And it's anything except for acceptance, which is what the gay community or people on either side, even the left side was fighting for for so long. Can we at least get to acceptance? Exactly. Well, no, I'm going to judge you because you're a piece of shit. <laughs> can't believe you'd betray us. <laughs> you betrayed us. You betrayed. Don't you remember the contracts that I made up for you? Don't you remember, Anthony? Oh, yes, those contracts. I made them up. You signed them in my head already. You didn't know uh, about them, but you were I already. I signed them with a mushroom head. Um, All right, so I know, and I think we killed that one. If you don't understand what we're talking about, listen again. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, what, what else you got on your thing where you're like, this is a thing, this is a thing? What else would you be like, you know what else I want to talk about? This shit right here. If, if I had to say, what grinds your gears, Anthony? And you're like, you know what? This thing right here, this needs to be addressed. What else would you, if you could change the world, what's something that you would change? You get two wishes. What we just talked about is one of the things that motivate, like it's, it's the thing that gets to me the most mm -hmm. is, is the, the gender idea or the identifying using sex as your identity. Um, you know, I was doing a lot of stuff with the, uh, with the parents in schools and stuff like that. And I, I did it for a little while and now Rick, I'm at the point where it's like, not enough parents were showing up. Mm -hmm. um, and so I don't have kids. So not that it's not my problem, but if you want it, if you want it changed, then you as a parent need to change it. I'm not going to go there and do it for you. I don't have kids. I, I if I had kids, I, I, I probably would be a psycho um, and not send them to school. But I don't know why you added the psycho part for saying I just don't agree. I just don't agree. Yeah. I, well, because, you know, society would think that I was a psycho because I that's, don't agree. That's the judgment to make you feel bad for disagreeing. Right. This is where uh, I'm just going to keep pointing out the awareness <laughs> of, like, you see the tools, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's the attack to make you feel bad. And the parents who won't stand up, it's because I'm going to be the fucking psycho who stands up. Well, you're afraid of being called a psycho. A psycho is not a person who stands up for their kids, though. Right. That's not what the definition of a psychopath is. Like, if you get in a psychopathy, it's a very different definition than believing that I need to protect my children from things that are that are harmful to them. That's not a psychopath. Well, local governments have made them feel, well, actually, our government in and whole has made parents feel over the last few years and actually called them domestic terrorists. That's a judgment. When we fall for blame, shame, and judgment and do not stand for what we believe in, we'll fall for anything. That's what's happening. Right. You can call me whatever name you like. I still believe what I believe. And if right. you have any conviction in what you believe is right and not who is right, which is the game right now, that's the game. It's not about who is right. It's about what is right. But they switched it. It's not what is right. It's who is right. Mm -hmm. And so since you're not doing what I say, you're bad. Right. That's the game. Well, I don't want to be bad. So, yeah. I'll, so I'll self-censor. I won't stand yeah. up for my children. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I, I have nieces and nephews, and I, I will, you know, do whatever I can to pr protect my own. But mm -hmm. um, I think that if you feel so passionately about protecting your kids, then you should go and do it. Yeah. Um, I will always give parents the tools on what they can do when I have them. 
and what you should do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I just think that you need teenagers. to do it on your own. We got three girls, three teenage girls, 17, 16, and now 13. We got three teenage girls. Pray for me. I'm just was about to say that. I'm like, oh my God. Bro, bro, it's nutty. Listen, uh, what, the last two were days. You a bad, were you a bad teenager that they, you got three girls? Yeah. Okay. There's, a, there's a, God's teaching me something. That's for sure. I know. I know. So, like, well, don't give me this. I got five girls in the house. Those are just the teenagers. So, like, I'm, I'm, st- it's a stack deck here. God's teaching yeah. me something. Unfortunately, the lessons I'm learning are making me SMH. That's I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is not helping. <laughs> In any case, uh, the indoctrination right now to these girls, because women do have a, a very, a much higher aptitude to belong and fit in than men do. Men mm-hmm. are far more disagreeable than women are. And so um, because of their need for like fitting in, being a part of the group, in crowd, popularity, and that's so important to them, uh, our girls, we've watched them over and over sacrifice authenticity for belonging over and over. And it's a really tough thing to be a position in the position I am when you know what's going on, but you can't call it what's going on because right. the truth is the weapon right now. And being honest and handling the truth does seem to be the corresponding issue for humans today. Actually, in the book I'm finishing right now, I'm, I'm writing a, a book with the, the map out of hell. It mm-hmm. gets into grieving, coping mechanisms, and the enemies within. And it does have a couple chapters for control and truth because it does seem to be the issue people have today. We can't actually handle the truth. We can't. And I wish that we could, but you're watching how extreme people become when somebody says something that I don't like. Well, if it's true and you can't handle it, then we're going to see some sort of outburst, some sort of uh, some some explosion of energy because I can't handle the truth. Again, it's not about the circumstance. The circumstances do not define you. They reveal you to yourself. And if you said, Rick, this is the truth. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, it just shows that I can't handle it. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's happening is you're watching emotional outbursts for information. Well, it's okay if you said, Rick, I'm just telling you right now, and you say some fucking shenanigan stuff. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, I don't agree, but I, I hear where you're coming from. Like, right. it doesn't mean that I have to subscribe. I just go, well, that's what you think shit is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to go do what I'm going to do anyway. <laughs> right, exactly. But for me to go into a blame, shame, and judgment, to hate you because you said something I don't understand or can't accept, shows me who I am. And I think this is the thing right now, is people are so afraid, this is the fear, they're so afraid of judgment, so afraid of being kicked out, so afraid of ostracizing, so afraid of being authentic, so afraid of truth, so afraid of being free from the constraints of who you're allowed to be, that we have become self-censoring puppets. You will just conform because you don't want to be made fun of or you have somebody who is so afraid in your household to look bad that you won't stand up. You know, how many husbands do I know who go like, my wife will fucking kill me if I say what I mean? You don't want my opinion on straight couples. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't know. Please hit me. I, I, 
I, I, I will never understand why, why one side can control the other. I don't, I don't under it, it. I only see it in straight relationships. I don't get it. I, I, we've been, I've been in a, I've been in the same relationship for 14 years. We're kind of, you know, and, um, we just laugh because it's so different. Cause I feel like, I don't know if it's the women aspect. Um, I think it is the women aspect because women are more emotional than men. Um, there's always this sense of like, we need to show people we're together. We're together together. We have to be on top of each other all the time. We have to post all these pictures together together. We have to share accounts together with like, I never understood not having the separate lives. I don't think it's healthy. I respect all of my fellow friends that are up each other's ass 24 seven. Bravo to you. I would end up in jail because I would kill him if he didn't have some type of other shit going on. But I don't, I see it more in straight couples. And I always say that it's the power of the, mm -mm, um, that does that to a man, I guess. And I just don't understand it. Like for me, like, I don't want to see the over lovey. I I don't want to sound like, like, I can't, I can't do it. Uh, it's like, or when a man's like, oh, I don't know, I gotta ask her, she'll fucking kill me. Dude, you're a pussy. I, I, I'm sorry, you're a pussy. Like, if my partner told me, you can't do that, I'd be like, bet, I'm doing 20 of them. I'm just saying, like, I don't understand straight relationships. I, I used to be in them in high school. Um, I used to date, and, and that's probably why, I, A, the sexual part I wasn't into, but... The other part was, I was like, dude, you're way too fucking emotional for me. I can't do all that. So, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think um, I have a couple of theories, and this is not going to be fully complete because it would take a long time to get there. I think there's an interesting thing that's happening right now, and especially in the empathy aspect of humanity. Um, women, there, there was definitely oppression for women. There was. For, throughout history, women have get, been fucking demolished and if you as historians would say you'd say like if a woman did something a guy did she would be hit with rocks until she's fucking dead set on fire she would be she would I be brutalized like women were fucked for a long time for, for sure. sure and now i would also go in with you start getting into 70s and 80s when women are like hey give us our rights give us our rights and, and even suffrage which most women didn't want to begin with because the equality to it was too much to ask and, you know, you can look that up. I, I think there's even the change my mind shit on that. There's people go like, well, what is that? When, like, women can vote, too. Well, voting came with responsibility. Women didn't want responsibility. They wanted power. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to call the shots, but I don't want to be responsible for what it takes to do so. I don't want to build the building. I just want to run the show. It's like, I don't want to do the hard work. I want to be the one in charge of it all. And that shift has made it so women were like, well, if I was in charge, if a woman was in charge, we bring nurture, we bring empathy, we bring compassion, we bring care, we bring heart. We make it so people will feel loved in the work environment. A good woman leader will have that that understanding and compassion to what their workers are going through, and they will lead in a way to bring peace and growth and a human element to the work environment. Women should be able to lead. And we're like, 
Yeah, all right. I guess I could kind of. That would be pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, because Josh is a fucking asshole. So maybe, you know, all right, let's 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 see what that would be like. I think they're great leaders. I think just, women are oh, wonderful leaders. Let, let me get there. <laughs> and then... And then we got the the Me Too phase too. We got the Me Too where they, there was a bunch of dick guys out there who did a bunch of shit things, but then again, women did ruin that for themselves too because there were dudes that should be accountable for stuff that even guys are like, I would fuck that dude up for that. Right. So there are bad guys who even good guys are like, if I was even around, I would fucking break that guy's head. So you're right. Until women got the platform. And the girls who were actually hurt had to get to the back of the line for the girls who wanted attention for being catcalled. Ladies, you got in your way on that one. You took a good thing and you fucked it up for the ones who needed help because you pushed the girl who needed help out of the way so you could be a superstar because someone whistled at you today. You ruined the good thing because that girl needed fucking help. She did just get uh, abused or beaten or raped. Something happened to her. And you're like, back of the line, bitch. It's my time to shine. I hate fuckers who whistle. And you're like, stop it with the fucking whistling. She's hurt. Mm -hmm. Women ruined that. And the guys are going, oh, man, that girl's hurt. I hate guys that hurt the girls. I hate that shit. If they were leaders, they would be more compassionate, understanding, loving. And we're hurting girls. And I hate watching girls get hurt. There's bad guys. And you know what? We don't want to be bad guys anymore. I work with men. I have men's groups, big, a big group of men. If you think these guys have no hearts and compassion and won't sacrifice their lives for their women, you do not understand. These guys will die for their people. They care. We are big hearted motherfuckers. We really, really, really care. And so I see guy after guy who's like, I gave her the reins. I'll be a good guy. I'll boost her. I'll take care of the kids. She can get her degree. I'll take care of the home so she can be an attorney. I'll take care of it so she can get her doctorate. I'll make sure she is lifted because if she is lifted, she'll be a better leader. She will be compassionate, empathetic, understanding, caring, all of the lists. So I shall build her up so she can be. And I do not want to do the Me Too face. I will be a good man. I will not hurt women. I will not be abusive. I will not be aggressive. I will not overpower them. I will be compassionate back. We will have peace finally. Sounds good in theory, right? Seems like a good play. Except now women have their fucking shot. And what are they doing? Women still compete with women. And I have never seen more fucking destruction of another woman than from the women in power right now. Annihilating women. Girl comes in getting attention that she shouldn't be getting. She's all of a sudden getting written up for bullshit. I've watched women destroy other women. Now let's get into the empathy towards men. You said these couples. Women, when I did surveys, I was like, guys, do you feel like your women care about your feelings at all? Not well-being, not like, did you have your laundry done or do you have your food or any of that? Do they care like, hey, how's your heart, my guy? Do they care? After I got at through a hundred guys and every single one said, no, she doesn't care about my feelings. She just cares about what I bring to the table here. My feelings don't ever get brought up. And if they do, it turns into her feelings quickly. And then I have to console her. 
So it doesn't come up that way. I'm like, would you like your feelings to matter? They're like, yeah, I would. I would like to be treated like a human, but we're not. So ladies now have opportunity. They've been given a voice. They've been given freedom. And I don't know about your comment section, but we look at our comment section. My following is 50-50. I'll send you the the graphs. My following is 50-50. Half men, half women. It's 50-50. It's fucking bananas that it's 50-50, but it is. And over 97% of my negativity in my comments is women. Ladies, you have a voice. You have opportunity. You have a chance to lead. You have a chance to be compassionate, empathetic, understanding, caring, the nurture. You have a chance to show all of the thousands of years of oppression that fucking assholes have done to make it so there even was a Me Too phase. You can now lead from the front to show how to love, how to understand, how to care, how to be the best type of leader that we always should have been, the missing element to what men were doing. You can do that. And they are doing very much the opposite to the fact that now there's a lot more women standing up against like, hey, bitches, this is going to really fuck us up later. Slow down. And the nearest that I can imagine, if you haven't seen, uh, I've talked to a lot of women when I worked with my own women's groups, when I've worked with my own groups, is it seems like a duality of personalities. It's two different human beings with their work self and their home self. There's two different personalities where us guys don't have to do that. You can still be Anthony at work and then Anthony at home. You don't have to be like, hello, guys. I am actually straight Anthony at work. And then I am gay Anthony at home. You don't have to be, you don't have to be two different people though. You can still be you. Mm -hmm. But I have noticed when I watch the women try and be in a man's world, trying to do their thing, that the ladies will create an embellished version of a boss bitch a bad bitch or whatever it's supposed to be, to be mean, aggressive, hard, cold, the opposite of all the things that women who fought for you to have the position do. Mm. And this is the closest I can say is the drag shows themselves. What's a drag queen? Well, it's a guy who dresses up as a woman. And what kind of, uh, what kind of embellishment is there? Everything is bigger. Everything. The hair is bigger. The nails are longer. The eyelashes are longer. Everything is embellished. Everything is larger than life. It is a very embellished version of woman. And it's supposed to be. It's, 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 it's an exaggeration, but also a celebration. It is, it is meant to be way bigger. And it's funnier. Everything is, everything is eccentric. Well, that's what that is. Well, if I look at how women are now portraying what they think a man does, It's a very eccentric version of all of those. It's far more aggressive. It's far more mean. It's far more bold. It's far more direct. And it's like, you can still do that and not be a total asshole. Get back to fucking work, Dave. Like, damn it, Cheryl. What the fuck? I can't say shit against her, though. Because I get HR'd if I go like, bitch. (laughs) Like, I get HR'd. Exactly. And so I'm just saying ladies have opportunity right now, and boy, are they flushing it. They're flushing it. They're flushing their own opportunity, and it's the same thing you said with the gay community. It's the same thing with, with people who have fought for you to have the opportunity, and now we have it, and we can't wait to torture others when we have power. You are revealing you to yourself. And if you have to be a dualistic personality in order to torture others because you feel like other people were mean to you, 
you just have all you've done is just taken the weapon into your own hand. You you have become what you hate. Right. You have switched sides. You have become what you hate. You have a chance to bring compassion. You have a chance to lead with you know servitude and be a good leader to say what do you need how can i how can i help you what do you need i got you how can i support you you can be a good leader and there are good women out there there i'm not saying all this is not an absolute but if you look at the herd the big group i know a vast majority of women i talk to do not have women friends ladies you're dropping the ball could be could be I'm just, I, I, you know, I was raised by a strong woman. My mom was very strong woman. I have very strong women in my family, aunts that own a lot of companies and run their households. Like I'm surrounded by strong women all the time. I think nothing more than highly of, of women, but in relationships, not all the time, sometimes I just don't I guess I just don't understand straight couples. And that's okay. I'm not I, I don't have to. I I laugh sometimes because it's like I don't I guess women need like a reassurance sometimes. And I've noticed that a lot of times when I am with my straight friends that have their girls around, like they're always like kind of giving them reassurance that they're alive. And I'm like, I don't know, because all the all the girls in my family are boss bitches. So they're like, we're good. I please go go figure something else to do. Go. And so I when I am surrounded by people that like need each other or like sh- share messages with each other, like they're like, I don't know which one I'm texting. I'm like, oh, I, I didn't want to talk to both of you. I'm friends with the one person. I don't, I don't, I like your wife, but I'm not friends with your wife. Or I like your husband, but I'm not friends with your husband. I'm friends with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess I don't understand the non-individuality in relationships. And I just don't see that in, I see it in lesbian couples. Well, that Mm -hmm. makes sense because it's two women. Uh, I don't see it in in gay couples. I see that there's always like a split. Like we can do things separate. You are calling out an actual gender thing. Which there are there are differences. Men and women are different. I don't give a fuck. Like we are, and at a fundamental level, women actually do require reassurance. It's a fundamental piece for them. Safety, security is the most fundamental element. Well, the male aspect of us, gay or straight, is still if there is to be safety, security, I will be providing it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're gay or not. Listen, you can like a penis or a vagina. You still have to be the protector and the provider. It yes. doesn't matter. And so that's why, you know, having like, listen, don't, don't get it twisted. The straight guys are like, it does seem awesome. (laughs) Two providers, two protectors. It does. Like if, if if I'm playing video games and I've got my gay friend, he's going to come in and go like, give me player two. Yeah. But if I'm with my girl, she can be like, you're still doing that. Like, well, she's going to huff and puff for about two hours and then she's going to come in and throw shit down and then turn around and yeah. Yeah. The gay and straight, the conversations are going to be different because it's going to go, it's going to be one or two cadences. It's either going to go call of duty. Yeah. Or like (laughs) call of duty. Really? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Same scenario, (laughs) you know? And so it's going to be, which way does it go? Yeah. Um, and I'm yeah, not hating. I'm just saying. 
I'm well, not the, the, the codependency aspect of what you're talking about can be very frustrating because one element does require reassurance and it does eliminate the autonomy of the relationship. Which, when I talk to heart side warriors, I'm like, actually, autonomy is very important. The independent element. This is where you see couples who are always competing. And then you see the ones where you complete me. And it's like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's not 50-50 makes us 100. It's going to be 100-100, you compliment me. But we are still each us, but we are just better together. And I think the goal of a relationship is to be better when you're together than if you weren't together. I think that's just the base level of like being in a relationship. Is it better with them than it is without them? That's at least the baseline. <laughs> right. And so this is where I can agree with you when you see somebody come in and bring insecurity into the relationship. <laughs> and I require massive levels of reassurance because I do not feel okay with who I am. And I need you to let me know I'm okay. Please tell me I'm okay. Please tell me I'm okay. Well, if you got to keep telling me I'm okay and then you're having a day yourself, well, I'm not feeling very reassured because you're not telling me I'm okay because you're not okay. And if you're not okay, now I have to figure out how to be okay, which means you're incompetent. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I'm just having a tough day. Yeah. And that's where you're seeing the relationship start to struggle. Again, ladies, where's your empathy for with your dudes having a tough day? Now, here's an advantage, gay guys. The most empathy that I've ever seen men get is from other men. The brotherhood itself is not gay. It's just going like if a dude just got smashed, like, bro, I'm with you. That's a tough hit, man. Yeah. Fuck exactly. it. Let me, dude, let me get you up. Come on. Get up. Get up. That's right. a tough hit. Guys can have empathy where a woman's like, oh, you got knocked down. Who's protecting me? I guess it's all on me. You're a bitch. Yeah. And like, right. whoa, no, he just got knocked down. Help your boy up. Yeah. But if you're in the gay community, if your guy gets knocked down, you're like, oh, babe, get up. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. That's a tough hit. Instead of going like, well, I guess you're a piece of shit, bitch. So I'm going to go find another one. It's different. Ladies, mm-hmm. opportunity is right there. If you're going to have empathy and compassion, have it for your man. The reason I support rock, all jokes aside, the reason I support rock is you're supposed to be the rock for your relationship. You're supposed to be the rock for your family. What feelings do rocks have? Yeah, so that's that's what guys are supposed to be. No feelings. We're human. Right. We're sacrificers and we're givers. We're human. And so to say we should have no emotions, you got we have an opportunity now for acceptance of each other without judgment, without blame, and without shame, and go, hey, my dude just took a heavy hit today. My dude took a heavy hit. Let me help my guy up. And there are good women out there that do it. Again, mm-hmm. this is not an absolute. I am not speaking. I'm speaking for the herd. <laughs> you know, and if it's like there's 20% of women out there doing, the, doing it the right way, I'm talking about the 80. I'm talking about the big group. The group that's like, we don't give a fuck. Swipe right, next one. My DMs are loaded. I'm talking about the 80%, not the 20% who's like, we are actually doing the work and we advocate for equal rights for all of us. And I support my man because he's got a heart and I love his heart. Not talking about those ones, talking about the herd. And so, uh, yeah, I'm with you as far as the codependency, but I think that there's an element of women who need reassurance. I think it's part of it. The three things I said for women that is different from guys. I don't know if you saw my video on this. For men, I had the three the three basics. Hungry, horny, appreciation. Yeah. Those are very the basics. Yeah, like, listen, easy. two of them and you're done in a couple of minutes. Yeah, exactly. Like, but it's the appreciation one. It's a long that's, process. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you're good at it, it doesn't take long. Correct. And so 
it's it's that element where it's like, hey, those are easy to take care of. But how much do you honor and appreciate your guy? How much do you encourage your guy? How much appreciation is there for what he does? That guy will fight through fire for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we have that element. But for women, it's not as glamorous. It's reassurance, yeah. it's approval, and it's hypergamy. Yeah. That's not as glamorous. You can't you can't sticker that right. one as easily. So you, you need those elements for ladies. And so for the guys, hungry horny appreciation for both sides. <laughs> two oh, birds dude, one stone win-win. easy yeah. two birds one stone all the way it's around so, it's so funny because i travel for you know what we do with social media and stuff and uh i i'll see all the other some of the other guys you know or or girls and they'll or really it's the guys that are traveling um and if we've been at an event or whatever and i'll see that and i'm like where's where's that person at oh he's on this on, on the phone with this girl and I was like, I mean, the whole time. Like, it's weird to me. It's just, Jimmy and I won't, won't, we'll have a text and it's like, hey, did you get there? Okay. Yep. I'm here, babe. All right. Love you. Talk to you soon. All right. Love you. Talk to you soon. Have fun. Have a drink on me. Uh, and that's it. And everybody else is like, oh, baby, baby. Why are we doing, like, y'all are gayer than us. Like, I don't understand. Like, what, what, why do you need that? Like, why? Or they just can't travel alone at all. She's like, uh-uh, you're not going to that fucking place without me. No, nope. mm I don't know what the fuck you think you're going to. You ain't going to that fucking place without me. No, babe, uh-uh. You better see if they can get me a ticket, too, because I'm coming with you. And it's like, well, it's for work. It's for social, like, it's, you You don't do social media. It's not, this isn't a you thing. This is a me thing. And they're like, well, then you ain't going. Sorry, dude, I can't fucking go to that event because my fucking woman doesn't want. Well, then there's something wrong there. <laughs> I see it all the time. I'm just saying I don't get it, which mm-hmm. is why I chose the gay route because it's a lot easier for me. I, you know, I can just do all the gay things. I know a lot of straight guys can't do that. So that's why they're I, I, unfortunately with, you know, how to do what they have to do. But I'm just saying I probably wouldn't be friends with a couple that needs that because then it gets my anxiety up. And I'm like, is, are y'all good? Where have you been the whole time? I was outside yeah. talking to my girl. Well, we all we all just did a round of shots. Is she okay? Oh, no. She was just wondering if there were any bitches there. <laughs> well, yeah, it's Earth. Of course there's bitches here. It's, I mean, does she not want you to Earth. go? What the fuck is she talking about? Yes, there's bitches here. It's Earth. Mm-hmm. Hello? Unless she wanted me to take you to a fucking gay bar, but this is the world. So... <laughs> I'm like, just don't go. Just don't come next time. Just fucking stay home. It's easier on all of us. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's why usually when I, all of my like best girlfriends are like, they, I, I, all of my best girlfriends probably were dudes in previous lives because they're not like that. Mm-hmm. They're like, are you getting out of the house today or what do you do? Like to their husbands. They're like, do you have something planned today? Oh yeah, I'm going fishing. Awesome. Have a great time. Go. Well, it's not a codependent dynamic, you know, and this is, I agree with you very much. And this is in all relationships that people are bringing insecurities into the relationship and expecting the other person to be the cure for old shit. Yeah. You're going to create a, you complete me and I can't go anywhere without you. That's not healthy. It's not healthy either way. And so you're not, you're not crazy. Just period. Like any dynamic that's codependent (laughs) that way is going to be fucking a, a toxic dynamic because I expect you to fix what other people have broken. And I'm not even going to tell you what happened. I'm just going to expect you to figure it out. 
I don't know. So you're you're not you're not wild. I think autonomy has become a very uh, it's becoming more talked about. You have to have an independence of who you are. Yeah, and you know, us together needs to be a a, a complement. Not uh, I can't do anything without you. You are you are the only thing. And if, and I'm going to put it out there. I, I have a very strong opinion about. Um, are there other bitches there? You know, I've had this conversation with my girl. It doesn't matter if other people find, find your partner attractive. The reason why is they're supposed to. Otherwise, what the fuck is wrong with your partner? You have, a, you have an ugly one? Like, you don't want the ugly one. So you have an attractive partner. They're supposed to find them attractive. Right. And I've openly on live said on live. I've been like, go ahead and take your shot at my girl. Go ahead. Go ahead. Take your best shot. Tell her you're a doctor. Tell her you'll take her on trips. Tell her, take your best fucking shot. Right. If you can get my girl. That's not my girl. Go ahead. Go for it. Take your best shot. Every guy can fucking try. And if she says yes, that shows me who she is. And that goes against, that's not my girl. What am I fighting for? Um, So it's funny what we try to control the world because we want another person not to do something. That's fucking crazy to me. That's crazy to me. If I have to go somewhere to make sure you don't do something, what are you fighting for? Mm-hmm. What are you fighting for? If that person wants to go be with other people, what are you trying to protect? Right. And I don't understand that part. Also, it doesn't matter if everyone wants to sleep with my girl until she says yes, because I don't have vows with everybody else. I do have vows with that one, though. And if she breaks it, well, that's the only one that matters. I don't, every dude can try until she says, I'm going to be with that one. Right. I I don't care. So she can right. go to her events and go to and do her things and do whatever. And if she comes back and she's like, I'm with, you know, John now. And I'm like, oh, well, shit. I got to go through my grieving. I still got to go through my loss. I still got to go through my stuff. Gonna be mad, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's part of it. You know, you got your denial, yeah. your bargaining, your anger, your sadness. I got to go through my phases. I got to go through. Correct. But I still have to come to acceptance that my relationship is my partner wants to be with another person. That's the that's the answer. And I think that the more that you try, that not you, but somebody tries to like. Uh, my brother and I were having this conversation. You know, he's married and has a kid and stuff, and like. You know, they were here for a couple of weeks for the holidays and they have like a really great relationship because like, you know, they're the same. Like we're talking about where it's just like he's like, she's like, oh, I'm going to go get my nails done. He's like, awesome. Have fun. We're good here for as long as you need. You can be gone all day. I'm good. You know, they they do not need to, to be around each other all the time. Um, but it's like we're, we're talking about, uh, damn it, I lost it. And it was a good one. Damn it. Oh, the the oversharing on social media of couples, and mm. it's and it was like we were looking at people that we personally know in our lives, and it's like, oh my god, he's like they posted another picture together, and I'm like, yeah, we know you're together, dude. I like, think it's everyone a control, knows. I think it's a control thing. If I have to analyze it, I believe it's a system that, um, especially if I looked at social media and the effect on women, I think that it's uh, it's a very toxic system for women to get control to investigate to dominate, to, uh, to compare. I think social media for women is worse than pornography for men. It is destroying yeah. who they are as humans. 
Yeah. You know, I'm not saying I'm pro, you know, pornography is the best thing for relationships, but I am saying if I look at the mental effect, a dude watching a bouncing thing or, you know, whatever they like for porn is different than the psychological damaging effects of the bullying, the comparison, the not feeling good enough, the the control systems, the investigating, the looking up people's shit, the judgments, the trying to make sure everybody knows this one is claimed. It's unhealthy behavior. And I think it's a control system that's being used. It was meant to be like keep in touch, and now it's been made to control the, the story. Exactly. And, and, so I, I, and, and, and the moral of the story, in my opinion, my, my brother and I were talking, it was like, if you need to go through over all of those hurdles all the time, and you're always like, you're like, oh, shit, I haven't texted her back yet. Or, 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 A, that's, it's probably not right for you. Um, and B, if somebody is going to fuck around, they are going to do it regardless. And if you push more in that way, sometimes they want like an escape. And unfortunately, we see it happen all the time. We've seen it happen with people that we know personally. They've worked it out as a couple. That's great. That's on them. We don't judge them because every couple is different every couple deserves their privacy and what how they handle whatever happened in their lives but you know we are just not like that and and whether it's a same-sex couple or um, a straight couple we just really don't want to be around people that are so like like have to be like in it's just we're just like are you guys done yet are we good because i feel like i'm in the high school locker uh, by the are your locker like are you guys done like we know you're together everybody in the room knows you're together the whole place knows everyone knows you guys are together so we just probably won't hang out with you that's all end of story yeah like it's fun i i, I know that i complicate these dynamics by going here's what's happening with that like yeah <laughs> so sometimes it's helpful but sometimes you're like no no i'm just trying to say that this is where i stand Right. So. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it's nothing like it's about nobody personally like that. We know, like just in general, it's just we start talking about it. And it's I that's just the difference that I noticed in a same sex couple, not a same sex couple, two dudes and a straight couple because mm-hmm. lesbians three days, they're renting new halls and they're ready to go. They're already moved in. She's got candles out already in the kitchen like she's it's her place. <laughs> I can't speak on the lesbian side. Listen, I heard it's a rival gang. I didn't know. I, I listen, mean, I don't know if you if you if you get to speak on it. Lesbians to help us. don't like gay guys because I they don't out. have a dick. They need they want our dick. Like they, they want it for themselves. They're mad that they don't have one. Not all know. lesbians, but the more masculine lesbian. I assume this is why they don't like gay guys. I don't know. Okay, this isn't a fact. <laughs> I didn't hold numbers on this. This is just something that I have learned over time. I feel that maybe she's mad that I have one and she doesn't. And that's okay. We don't have to be friends. I'm always, actually, I'm always better friends with the pretty les, like, not the, not that one's ugly, but like the more feminine Mm. lesbian. I'm always friends with that one. Because she's the fun one. She's the one that's like, you know what I mean? And then the other one's like, yo, just some. Bitch likes my girlfriend. I'm like, relax, dude. Relax. Yeah, well, they're supposed to. Just put your flannel shirt on and let's go out, bro. It's yeah, fine. But, it's but they're, they're supposed to. 
Right. If they don't find your girl attractive, what's wrong with your girl? This is where it's funny to try and portray this masculine confidence and being so insecure. Yeah. Well, look, by nature, I'm a flirt. I mm-hmm. flirt with women. I flirt with men. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just in, in talking. Like I am just, my partner knows that he's good with that. Like he laughs about it because mm-hmm. he just knows that that's how I am. You well, know what I'm saying? Two, you two have an agreement of the line though. There's like a point yeah, where you're like, yeah, we, yeah, we just don't cross that point. There's nothing wrong with your flirting. I just know there's a point where it's like, that's the line, hon. You know that's Yeah, it's a flirting personality. It's just with, I do it with, you know, it's with women. And, and, and of course, if you're in a friendship with people where it works together and everybody, mm-hmm. like, understands that we're all on the same page and kind of bust each other's balls back and forth, that's fine. I'm not just going to the bar. I'm like, hey, what are you drinking? Let me get to, no, I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying, like, when you're amongst friends, most of my group of friends we got a ball buster flirty personalities that's just how we are you know that's how we roll and if some people can't handle that you know they might storm out and then the, the wife is bitching at him all the way home because you know he played along with the ball busting i don't, don't want to be friends with that girl that's what i'm saying fair enough don't mix your messages <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let him have his own number so that way Anthony can talk to him because you're the worst. No, no, but you know, <laughs> am if I you're getting not that your right? Own person, if you have a joint Facebook account, I'm out. <laughs> Who someone cheated on someone in that relationship? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Again, huh? this is just my opinion. This is not bad. That's, There's no numbers on well, that's, this. I think that's the point on this one is just give us your opinion. That's what someone cheated on someone. <laughs> I mean, Jerry and John Smith, uh, 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 Jalissa and John Smith. Hold on, did I get a friend request from two people? So, ba- so technically, they're their own pronoun. It's them. John fucked them. up. So them just requested me. That's a pronoun. That's a pronoun. They can go by a pronoun together. Them. The J and J. Deny and block. Why are two people on one page asking me to be their friends? <laughs> on one page. One of them's a cheater. And guess what? I don't need that fucking drama in my life. <laughs> so y'all can go find a group with all the same people that have all fucking joint Facebook accounts. I'm going with that. Y'all right. go have fun. I don't know if there's a group <laughs> or a club or a diner y'all can meet at, but it's not going to be my house, okay? That's funny. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. No, that's true. It's true and silly. I don't really think about it that much. Again, I avoid a lot of my social media, but that's funny for you to have the observation of like, nope, nope, I know what that is. I'm like, that's, uh, I, I'm going to lean, I lean in on you on this one. I like, you know, a challenge where it deserves, deserves to be challenged. And in this one, it's like, if you're insecure and you can't handle a joke and you can't handle a conversation and you can't handle that Anthony's going to do the way he does it. He's in a relationship. He's not. This doesn't mean anything more than that. Stop making it different than it is. If you can't handle the reality of it, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna create your own censorship. I right. guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I and mean, you know what? Sometimes when people are drinking or so, yeah, just sometimes people take things a step too far. Mm-hmm. Like in the sense that they might say something a little too 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 much. Sure. If you're all friends, then somebody should be like. Eh. That was a little much. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. And That's then you, the line. Yeah. And then you move on, right? Mm-hmm. 
But excluding us, there are a lot of people in the world, excluding us or our circles, not me, not Rick, not not your wife, not my husband, talk about outside people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in the world right now to circle back like Jen Saki back to what we were started off saying. <laughs> circle back. Two- we're gonna circle back to the <laughs> to the beginning. The world has gone fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the world has gone fucking crazy. And they have made people literally like fucking just nuts. It's the yeah. media, it's politics, it's it's all of it. Well, we stopped doing the basics. The basic, and I've got a TED Talk I'm working on right now for challenging everything, and this is maybe just a preview to it, is we, we need to start asking why again. And if you can't handle why, you're part of the problem team. And this is where they found out even during COVID and the vaccines and all that stuff that more than 50% of the earth does not have a critical thinking skill. They don't do that. And this isn't meant to be judgment. They just said, how many of the group, how much, how many people, when they said, do this, don't ask why, did it? There was no question. There was no, no, it was, it was right down the half immediately, just first in line. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not even against vaccines, but I do know historically first batch is bad. And this isn't just for this one. This is for all of them. First batch didn't go well. This is for every single one. You can go Spanish flu. You can go in a, you start going through how they, they would test on the military. Just first batch has usually got problems. Don't sign up first, but no questions. Just first in line. Then you had uh, the, there's about half of that group afterwards on 25% to 30% were critically challenging. Like, uh, I don't know if that's right. But I'm fucked. It's my right. I'm a, I'm a lawyer. I'm a doctor. I'm I'm they're gonna shut my business down. I, I'm I'm kind of in a position now where the government is actually forcing me to comply, or I lose the thirty years of work I just put in to build this business. Well, and you know I I've always said this to all, but look, I left corporate America. I worked for Verizon. I I left when I started seeing the pronouns shit myself, and then mm-hmm. the vaccine thing, and I was like, bye bye, I'm out. Um, I don't, yeah, <laughs> I, if you're so passionate about not wanting to do something or complying to something, they didn't make anybody do that. Right. They told you, you had to, to keep your job where right. there's a will, there's a way. So if you were that passionate against not having you and your family have to take that, then you would have quit your job. Mm-hmm. But I don't care if you didn't quit your job and you took it. That's on you. But you can't mm-hmm. go on forever now bitching about it mm-hmm. because you had a choice. You did have a choice. You had the choice to leave thirty year, forty year job. I, I don't. I don't care what it was. If you felt that, then you wouldn't have done it. So obviously, mm-hmm. money talks, right? And your health don't matter. So if you thought. That you did it for the money. Mm. Well, we're just right back to where we started from. Money buys everything, honey. And so you stay there. You could have, I know waitresses and waitresses that left nursing, doctors, lawyers, all kinds of companies. They're making $2,000 a week in cash. Mm -hmm. They're making more than they made in some instances. Start your own practice. But they found a way. They found a way. Traveling nurses make a lot of money. Yeah. So 
I'm just saying, I mean, don't bitch about if you're not going to be about it, don't bitch about it. Ooh. Um, you know, that's just that's just where I'm at. If you're not going to be about it, don't bitch about it. I feel like that's the name of the show. It should be. <laughs> be about it, don't bitch about it. <laughs> that's perfect actually. <laughs> so, all right. I feel good. I feel like we did the thing. Do you have anything else that you want to add? Or is there anything that you're like, you know what? Uh, follow you someplace or uh, are, you, are you everywhere? Okay. Conservative ants mm-hmm. um, just partnered up with Patriot gear. Y'all. So if you're looking for ant merch, uh, look for some new drops on Patriot gear, official Patriot gear. Um, you can find them on Instagram or look them up. Or your TikTok. Your TikTok is it's a conservative. You got the 2.01. Is that the correct? Because it, it ended up being my, when I, my main one got taken down. Yeah, then it ended up being, now that's my main one. And then I have one backup, which is just conservative ant. I think it's 1.0, um, which is my backup account. But I only have the one main account. So it's crazy that you have to make sure you don't get canceled. So you have backup accounts. We're in a weird time, brother. Weird, weird. time. Weird. Weird time. It's such an honor. Uh, I look forward to having some more time with you. I know that we'll be hanging out and talking again soon. But thank yes. you for being on the Warriors show, on the show here at the Battlefield of Mind. We've talked about a lot of thought-provoking things. Thank you for your opinions and my opinions. So if any of you just got butt hurt by it, you just revealed something in yourself to work on. So good for you. <laughs> Otherwise, I-, I think it's safe to say, if you're not going to be about it, don't bitch about it. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Click on the button and you can become the hero in your own story. It's time to start making the choices to change. And the evolution that you're going to do begins with choosing the next step. This is the way. And together, we're always stronger.